I'll chat to Kumani in just a moment. Kumani, of course, is a political and, and, and student activist who asked us to have Siabonga on the line um, to share that piece with us. Kumani, are you there? Yes, yes. Why, why did you want to do that? That was beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, why was it important that we do that before we have this discussion? Well, um, for me, we sort of, as part of our sort of fall and Christmas fall tradition, we're going back to basics where poets open the doors for leaders, poets open doors for society, poets open doors for those who can hear and act upon the words, mm. the powerful words. Mm. It's an old tradition of the African people where poets have even a stand to tell a king and queens what to do, tell presidents what to do, critique. Poets have got that unique level of thought, unique uh, traditional power to tell anything and insult anyone and correct anyone at any time. Okay. Now, for us, in this stage, we need poets to tell us a new language. Okay, but I, I appreciated the piece, and it was absolutely beautiful. But are we not romanticizing things just a little bit too much here? I mean, the Fees Must Fall campaign, anyone's going to tell you, look, guys, you protested, you got a 0% increase in 2016. Why are we still having this discussion? Well, I mean, um, our, our starting point was never about uh, Fees Must Fall. Hence, we say that um, Fees Must Fall is, in fact, an economic desk production of roads must fall. Uh, ours will start from the beginning of the colonial project and, um, and the apartheid project. Hence, we are saying we, 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 ours is about decolonization. The education aspect, the demodification uh, de of education mm. in, in, in our country is part of a bigger picture of colonialism. Now education is commodified. We are saying it must be decommodified. Now it's not a one entity aspect. It's part of the whole. And the whole is very complex. Hence we are saying this is part of the together. Now, I mean, it's not just us. The ruling party, the African National Congress, the party of the people, itself took a decision that said we will implement free education is there in part of their policies. It was a resolution of the highest decision-making body, their, 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 their conference. Um, now, for me, if you have a ruling party that can say, look, this is a decision, it's going to happen. And then we're just reminding them that they're taking a decision. Okay, but look, let's, 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 let's do this for a second. Let's try and maybe refine the discussion down to fees must fall because you're talking about decolonizing, and that's very big. Anyone that's listening yes. is thinking, you know, you, you, the students at this point are sounding angry and upset with very little direction. I mean, when you talk about the fees must fall campaign continuing in 2016, what is the clear mandate? What, is, what are the clear targets? You know, what... What are the list of things that you want to achieve by the end of 2016, if there is a list? Or are we still talking about decolonizing everything? Look, I mean, if you read our slogan very carefully, it says, um, fees must fall. has nothing to do with percentage. Percentage is a concept that came from the state after they felt the pressure. Ours is the entirety of the fee. Now, um, the, the 0% increment that happened last year after a successful um, protest by the students does not touch by even an inch the existing 
um, structure of education that is being sold to students. If you go, go to UCT now, go to any established uh, academic establishment, it's so expensive that even um, the people who have mothers and fathers who are professionals cannot afford. Then what about the poorest of the poor mm. can't afford it? Mm. See, now, it's not about percentage. Let's not get lost in percentage. It's about the existing um, financial structure now. We can't afford it. Now, as we speak, in, in red, students had to, had to go, come back to university. In UCT, students are writing their exam. exams. They have no money to come from their home. They have no money to rent. The university has to change its policy about how to accommodate students, you know. And, and, and for us, you, you, you would then assume that it, the debate is supposed to end at the day that the president announced the, fee, the, the zero increment, you know. But it didn't end there because students continue to study and they continue to write. And for us, it's not about that. It's about the power, the power structure, how the power structure is centered around the fitness for. Yeah, but you see, and this is, and you know I'm going to play devil's advocate because I'm trying to understand what, sure. the, what, what the plan is here. Um, sure. I, I need to take a break, but when I come back, I want to hear what the, you know, how you guys, the, the students, the leaders of the Fees Must Fall campaign have organized yourself for 2016, number one. Number two, what the targets are. I mean, I, I asked you that question and you, you raised issues that you've been raising since last year. So those are things that South Africans understand the complaints by now. But what then? Again, there's this narrative that says, you know, students want to remove one system, but what do you replace that with? What are, what are the suggestions and the demands made by these student leaders in 2016? We'll chat about that in a moment, and I'll take your calls on 0891-104207. Eddie in, in the Free State, I see you. I'll take your call after this. So you're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm chatting to Kumani Makwele, a political and student activist, talking to us about um, what we can expect of the Fees Must Fall campaign in 2016. Are they, are they continuing with the campaign? Um, you know, Kumani has made it clear that they're not satisfied with the 0% increase. So what is it that they're, that they're demanding in this year? Uh, taking your calls on 0891-104207. Eddie's in the Free State. Eddie, good evening. Hi, compliments. Compliments you know, to that, you too, Eddie. Okay, wonderful thing. Mm. You know, there's one thing that I'm saying I'm enjoying in my lifetime mm. is that this must fall. A revolution that has come in my lifetime, mm. whereby young people are saying, talking, talking should come to an end. We must see action. You know, the other thing, if, if Tambo was alive and if Madiba was alive, I'm telling you they are going to smile all the way. This is what we want. We don't need talking because we have long decided, our four uh, years have long decided that the doors of learning shall be open. You know, when you read the Freedom Charter, it's like I'm reading my Bible and we need to implement whatever that is there in, in, in our Freedom Charter. And I'm sure in every sector, we, we need really to implement it. In every sector, every sector must, people must just ask themselves, if I'm in a leadership position, if I'm a member, if I'm the MEC of, or the Minister of Safety, I must ask myself, is there safety for our people according to the Freedom Charter? You know, those are the things. And I'm saying my head is off for, 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 for those students because they have taught us a lesson mm. that we must stop talking, we must stop, we must start acting. Thank mm. you very much. Thank you so much for calling in, Edin Kantlas and Pulukwane. good evening. Good evening, Naleti, and compliments with this new year. Compliments to you too, brother. Thank you. Um, 
just few things just to 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 to, to pass on the discussion. Mm. Um, I, I want to agree first with the previous caller that indeed the, the, the late heroes would actually be celebrating with the students on the achievements that they've done, even the, the, the path that they're taking. Mm. However, I just want to at least bring it to the table to say, when we're thinking about this kind of things, even if the ANC has actually taken a resolution on implementing uh, a free education, if you look at the status of our country economically and everything like that, mm. business is struggling, mm. unemployment is rising, there is no money to fund free education. Mm. It's actually going to increase the taxes. It's going to increase business tax and things like that. It's probably going to even affect the way we're having investors into the country. Have we thought in the long term as to what would be the structure that we're going to put in place or that we're going to propose as students to fund the, 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 the free education? Right. Because we cannot just talk of free education. Where will the money come from? It's costing billions already. If we cut those billions, number one is going to cut the, unemp- the employment, you know, you know it's going to cut out the, the cost of, of training. It's going it, the cost of training is going to increase, but there will be no one paying for it. Mm. Who exactly is going to pay for that? Yeah. If the student could think about that in the long term, maybe we'll have a better way of talking about it. It is a good thing in, 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 the, in, in the last end, of course. Yeah, Glenda, thank, thank you, you for calling. I'll take a few more calls on the number 0891104207. Kumani. Um, we'll get to yeah. you know the, the 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 list of demands, perhaps, or you know whether there's you know, a clear plan for 2016 from the students. But I think respond to that question first by by Nkanka. How much thought has actually been given as to where the money to fund free education is actually going to come from? I mean, already as it is, um, the the Department of Education has had to you know find 2.3 billion rand just to make up for the zero percent increase of this year. So when we say no fees, what is the proposal from students on how you structure where those funds come from? Well, I mean, th- that question is an operational question, and we've got um, people in parliament uh, particularly employed to answer that question, where they're going to fund the money. But um, one thing that you, you must understand is that there is money in South Africa. If you can have... The, the natural resources is of this not, country. Kamani, is, is it not just a tad bit careless to say that, you know, the, the, the answer to that question should come uh, only from leadership? When you are educated young people, you have the academic capacity to find some of those resolutions, and yet, you know, you still haven't answered those questions. Um, um, what, what I'm trying to drive you, uh, drive at home here, is that um, no one knew um, um, two years ago that in this country can this country can have a zero percent increment. No one knew that um, going forward you can have a, a free education. No one knows that. Okay, but the money that is available in our country, there's always money are coming. We had 2010 um, soccer World Cup. You know, we had billions and billions of rand spent in power stations. Okay. Somewhere, somehow, someone will find the money. Okay. Hence, we are not interested in that question. What we are interested in is how to show our parents that we have a historical problem of South Africans, black South Africans being deprived of access to education. And that problem is still persisting. All the major white institutions, they are at the center of this thing. They decide what to do, when to do, how to do. Okay. Mm. And for us, Hence, we are saying, we're not interested. That's why if you go and look, if the state owns the natural resources that now are owned by families, why the families, then you would have a clear answer as to where you will get the money. 
But today you've got the entire land, productive land, owned by individuals, families. And then you, you ask a citizen, a people, the poorest of the poor, who in fact people died for this freedom so that these young people can be able to access education. Hence, the Freedom Charter put it very clear, the doors of learning shall be open. Now, we are then reduced to the question of practicalities and operation. We're not interested in that. Revolution is not interested in operational questions. What we are interested in is that, my mom, I see that you are tired. My father, I see that you are tired. Hence, today, you've got this white arrogance happening in this country. You call it racism. And then for us, we are saying, up until we own the means of production in our country, then the answer will come from there. So now, we are saying, free education in our lifetime. And this is, I mean, for me, this thing is very simple. The ruling party has a resolution. The ruling party knew. The ruling party has an economic gap. Don't undermine those people. They knew when they, they said, look, this is a resolution. They knew where the money is going to come from. Hence, I'm saying, ruling party with dedicated traders who can tell you where will the money come from. Now, okay. no one knew as to where the billion rent that you're talking about now that the minister have announced, but the president have announced, it came from. Right, okay. Well, we'll stay on the line, Kumani. Farrell is in Cape Town. Farrell? Okay, we'll, we'll take Farrell after we take a short break. And then when I come back, uh, Kumani, uh, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, political party presence in the Fees Must Fall movement. Um, should we be ensuring that the Fees Must Fall campaign is apolitical? How do we make sure that that happens? Should it be apolitical? 891 to give us a call. We'll continue with Kumani after this. 107.1, the home of SAFM in Seapoint. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Okay, so I'm still uh, chatting to Kumani Makwele, student activist. And as we, as we wrap up our discussion, Kumani, we are out of time. Uh, talk to me about what the plan is for 2016 and, um, you know, uh, apolitical or not. Well, I mean, our movement, our movement for our political because we are interested in the new political expression. Um, I have seen that during the um, season of fall, a very classic symbolic gesture from the young people of our country, um, Comrade Gianni together, Comrade Ntaibu, both from the EFF and the ANC, and they work together. And yet, the very same uh, old parties, they were fighting in parliament. Mm. And these are the, uh, the black people. The question is, why are black people fighting alone? And as young people, as young intellectuals, and political activists, you must give an answer as to why black people are fighting alone in the parliament of their, of their own, you know. And I think the Viani and, and, and Diabo and other traders have shown a direction that, in fact, we need an our political uh, uh, movement that will then um, suspend our political differences as black people mm-hmm. and so that confront the realities on the ground. And as we say, the reality on the ground is that the black child flies the black people who are coming from Kobokobo, Namako, Dutua, all these places, and they come to this institution with nothing. Mm-hmm. You've had the story of poverty in that university, the story of students who are, sleep, are sleeping without yes. a bed mm-hmm. and food, a And for us, this speaks to real issues, leave the real issues of black people in these institutions. And of course, other people want us to ignore these realities. But for us, these realities are part and parcel of a daily struggle of black people across the country. Okay. And of course, for me, the question of organizing, black people have been organizing throughout the years. I mean, if you go to Wusu 
or go to Fortea, you go to any other institution. We have been organizing. Every time at the beginning of the year, students require registration money. 3,500 some of the institutions. Okay. And every year, students must pay the fees that they um, they, they owe in the university before. If they can't do that, they can't register. For we are saying the fees must fall. That must end. Okay, Kumani. Now, this Kumani, year, Kumani, our just, just a second, Kumani. Let me hear from Pharrell in Cape Town. Pharrell? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I just want to firstly underline the point that I don't think that the struggle of students is an apolitical one. Mm. Uh, I think uh, your, your guest uh, has made the point to, to some extent that, that this is not about party politics, of course, but it is about a politics that must ask the question about how we redress the, the huge inequalities and the fact that millions of people were denied through an oppressive capitalist system under apartheid, uh, education, their right to education, and how in the current system, where we have a democracy, capitalism, through the system still ensures that the majority of the people cannot access education. I mean, I'm a middle-class person. Mm. My son completed varsity four years ago, and I'm still paying his fees. What then of working-class people? And I think that point is being made. How do we address inequality is a massive issue that is not being properly addressed. Just you know, your last caller before your break, mm. you know, was, was making very positive points before at the first part of his, of his, of his input, and then he went back to what many people do, is go to the point of where market capital fundamentalism reigns, you know. And as long as we keep saying, well, the market cannot provide and bosses cannot mm. provide, no, I ask a simple question. How did, um, how do, do, do the leading business people in this country multiply their income in the ways that they do? They do it on the, back, on the backs of cheap labor, of the unemployed, etc. So the system has to change so fundamentally. People say education is the way to go. It is part of the answer, I said. Not the whole answer. It's part of the it's answer. part of it. All right. Well, for us, the for issue, let's, let's one last there. point I think you need quickly, to Quickly, quickly, please. Is how do, how do people who own Pepco and ShopRite Checkers multiply, double their profits in the last year from $3 billion to $6 billion U.S. dollars in this country? And they tell us there's no money? There absolutely is. All right, Pharrell, thanks for calling. I'm going to have to leave it there because I am out of time, but I imagine this is a discussion that will continue as we move forward. Kumani, thank you for your time. Kumani Makwele, student activist, and, of course, thank you to everyone that's called in as well on the show.